Will boys be boys and girls be girls? Do such conceptions still exist? This podcast seeks to find the line between genders, or perhaps dispel it. Men and women are sitting down separately and answering questions on everything from money and relationships to politics and Kanye West. The cast will change, the results may vary. On today's episode, we'll be discussing the most pressing issues facing the country and world. You're listening to Some Girls and Boys. Our first question is, what issues in the news do you think have an impact on you personally? What issues in the news do you think have an impact on you personally? It's hard to think what doesn't have a direct impact on you, but at the same time, it, it's almost like too much to handle. So. I don't think anything in the news like actually affects me. Like, oh, the weather report. <laughs> well, yeah, what I'm going to wear that day. Do I need my umbrella today? <laughs> I mean, I said that kind of jokingly, but like not a whole lot is really going to change my day to day. Reproductive health, definitely. I just went to Planned Parenthood and my birth control that is free in California. But now that I'm on Louisiana health insurance, it's $200 a month. The issues about minorities being killed by police officers, I am like 120% more likely to get killed as a white man or woman driving a car when pulled over by a police officer scares the shit out of me. I don't keep my wallet in my back pocket. I keep it in my cup holder now so it doesn't look like I'm reaching for anything. I used to not turn my car off when I got pulled over. Now I turn it off, hands at 10 and 2. I de-escalate. Where in the past, I would get pulled over and I'm like, what'd I do wrong, you know? I'm going to teach my kids how to interact with police officers like that from an early age. Because God forbid my kid's 15, 16 years old, first time with a license and... They don't come home. My mama put that into me at a young age. Keep your hands on the wheel when they come up. Roll the window down, turn the car off, don't have the radio blasting. Being taught that scared me from the jump. Cause it's like, yo, if they have this much power, they can do whatever the fuck they want. Almost 30 now, my mama still. Are you home? You, you let me know, da 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 da. Like, yo, I'm good. But every day in the news is something. Does climate change matter? I feel like everything needs to be about it. It's a problem so big that nothing short of like a radical reversal of the way every country in the world works would do anything. Does climate change matter? Um, I would say yes. I've seen these drastic changes in weather from 10 years ago till now. Now I also, just reading up on it, I understand that these climate changes happen every couple thousand years regardless, so. We've never faced a challenge this big. We have to change the way we think about the way we do everything. I'm going to say yes, it does, but I don't have an educated answer as to why. We can't even actually fathom the way every single one of our actions is making, like, contributing to this problem. It's almost like thinking about the universe. I would say yes, but not to the extreme that one side wants to make you think. Nothing short of catastrophe will be enough of an impetus for us to change and fix climate change. We're too far gone without radical change. I don't think it's a huge extreme. Like, I'm not going to buy a Prius tomorrow. But what I will do is I'm, I'm recycling now. No amount of metal straws and me offsetting my flights by, like, paying people to plant trees in the Amazon is going to do anything. I don't get why there's a debate over it. Like, I think it's pretty obvious. The world's changing. Like, the weather's changing. Storms are getting worse. Every year is like, oh, record high, record high. In a lot of places, too. I don't know how you combat it. I'm not going to sit there and say I do, but fuck. We're fighting a losing battle. I don't think it's going to be here in the next 75, 80 years. And it's just because we've done so much damage to the earth in general that there is no reversing it. It's just going to come. We done fucked this shit up. Even if I can't fix our, like, profoundly fucked up world, at least my conscience will be slightly clearer. Yeah, it's going to be bad. It's going to be bad. 
thing you can't be chill about. One thing you can't be chill about. I mean, there's a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, a chill lot about. of things. I can't guns. <laughs> Kidding. I'm going to shoot guns on Friday, by the way. I mean, sexism, <laughs> to be honest. And I will call my parents out and anyone out. I can't let comments go. Yeah, can we like add bigotry to any type of bigotry? Yeah, like, yeah, that's bigotry. just how. I like that. Not chill about bigotry. I've learned to let it slide because of I don't want to put myself in a situation where I'll, I'm going to get in trouble for someone else's dumb shit, but like racism. So like I used to be one of those guys who I'd be like, I see red. Why put myself, my future at risk? Because this guy's a bigot. Ronnie experienced racism towards brown people, I like to call us. One time when I got kicked out of a bar for something that wasn't my fault at all. I was getting kicked out and Ronnie was like, what, he didn't even do anything, man. <laughs> Typical white boy voice. Man, he didn't even do anything, man. <laughs> I look at Ron like, bro, relax. I'm used to this shit. They kicked me out. They look at Ron. He's like, are you with him? And he's like, yeah, that's my boy. And he's like, well, you're getting the fuck out too. <laughs> so we both ended up getting kicked out. I walked like, time. yeah, that's, the one time. Not one time. Yeah, I, I, we literally walked across like the street. I started punching a brick building. That's how upset I was. And Ron like slowly tears up. He's like, man, I've, <laughs> I've, I've never experienced it. But now I understand where you're coming from. If I mess up, I'll own it. Or if I lie, like I'll own it. Don't lie about little things that aren't worth it. Like, just own it, be the adult, and then we'll move on from it. Yeah, I cannot be chill about lying. Disrespect for my family or friends, I can't let that go. Loyalty, that's my number one thing in any form or fashion. So relationships, family, friends, all that. I don't like when people fuck with my friends, but I also, like, I can't fight anyone to, like, there's nothing I can do about that. I feel like growing up, I've always wanted to be chill. Like, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm really chill about that. But as I get older, <laughs> like, I don't think I'm chill about anything. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually okay with that. Me too. Yeah. I feel like that means you're thoughtful. <laughs> yeah. Fucking nailed that one, guys. Are women more accepting of the queer community? Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I think, that's, I think a, so. that's a pretty definitive yes in my book. Like you said, men are uh, black and white. Things should be one way. Women are, they see every fucking color. The masculinity thing too. Yeah. I think because of hyper-masculinity, female sexual fluidity is more accepted. So we are more accepting. Yeah, I was going to say, I think women are more accepting because they're more accepting of like our own personal issues. A lot of times it's the opposite for men. They're not accepting of certain things because, especially the gay community, maybe because that's like a fear of theirs. I am accepting, but I'm not as accepting as I would want to be. I was uneducated into what being gay was. There's the argument, are you born this way or... You know, do you become shit like that? And at the end of the day, who the fuck cares? I think a lot of it's like upbringing and not necessarily like your parents or anything like that. Just like who you grow up around. When you're kind of like assimilated into it, you know, you're friends with a bunch of different people and you just kind of get used to it. Like my first like ever experience hanging out with a gay guy was it's like, oh man, he probably is hitting on me. And it's, but it's the same thing as like, if you're with an attractive woman or next to her, like, but if she's not into you, she's not worried about you. Like, I still think like, Hey, you're still a guy. So what do guys always think about sex? As a gay man, is that something you always think about too? I like a big chick, a little chick, tall chick, short chick. It's the same thing with a gay dude. Why are people more accepting of queer women than men? Or are they? For example, lesbian sex has always been considered a hot taboo. I actually would love to go first. Lesbian sex in pornography was introduced first and therefore accepted. It's because we live in a misogynistic society. It's hot for women to have sex with each other. It's feminine for men to have sex with each other. I think we're maybe more accepting of like 
femme presenting queer women. Yeah. I, I don't think we're nearly as accepting of like more masculine or sort of like butch representations of queer women. We're very accepting as a society now right. of like the flamboyant gay yeah. man stereotype. Or maybe like if we're thinking about like porn. I mean, just look at queer spaces. It's completely like male centric. I also think Queer. like it's way more accepted for women to question their sexuality as opposed to men. Yeah. Like if men are like, am I queer? Like <laughs> to what degree am I? Like what types of partnerships do I want to enter into? That's like, well, you're gay. As a man, you don't come back from sucking a dick. As a man, you are not bisexual. You are gay. I've given blowjobs to people that I just really am not attracted to. Just because you give a blowjob to somebody doesn't mean that, like, that's it. It's like, you actually don't have to be into it. It's actually interesting that it's blowjob that was the qualifier to be gay. Because it's like, that's maybe one of the more, like, detached acts. I think if you suck in dick, you can be bi. But once they penetrate that hole, that's a wrap. Men have some gland back there where if you, yeah, if you hit it for the guy, it's like, oh, shit. So if you're doing shit like that with your wife and you just want to get freaky and odd? I mean, like, the basis is it has to be with a guy. Bisexuality is, like, completely invisible in men. So, like, men will identify as straight but looking for a gay hookup. Wouldn't you identify somewhere on this queer spectrum? And they're like, no, 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 I'm straight. Like, once you've had sex with a man, you're gay. It's a masculinity thing. And it's not necessarily people. It's men who aren't necessarily yeah. accepting of gay men. Women accept. They'll yeah. joke about being lesbians all the time. Oh, oh some of them experiment. Yeah, like, yeah. plenty. I have lesbian and gay friends. The gay dude was way better at hiding that he was gay That's than the lesbian woman was at hiding that she yeah. was a lesbian. Chances of him being friends with a bunch of straight guys is just different. The thing with labels, like, has really just fucked our societies up. Like, it always used to be malleable and, like, not delineated. You could just sleep with whoever you wanted to. I blame Christianity for that oh, one. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I think monotheistic religions generally. I don't think there's a lot of space for sexual expression in any of them. It's all about control, you know? Yeah. That's a result of, like, internalized homophobia, homophobia, like, what it, What does it mean to be a man? What is masculinity? Imagine the gay guy who loves the saints, and you guys go out, get wings, you're cool. He has his boyfriend, whatever, and has a good time, but he loves the same shit you love. If you like it, I love it. But <laughs> <laughs> bang, bang whoever you want. I don't care. Like, a gay dude coming out of like the urban community is, oh, yeah. yo, you be scared for him. Queer women in the black community tend to be more, way more accepted than queer men. In the black community, a gay, a lesbian woman coming out can be difficult too. Can be difficult in the family. Yes, my sisters were joking around. This is like ten years ago, and they were like, "Oh yeah, mom. Yeah, my sister decided she met a girl." Um, they're actually dating now. And my mom flipped out. She was like, wait, what? She's dating a girl. And I'm like, whoa, I've never seen this side of you before. And she wasn't upset, but she was like, y'all not even going to consult me? I was like, we're not going to consult you with our lives. How do you take the jokes now about Me Too that guys act like they're being patrolled or over-scrutinized? This isn't the new standard. It's what should have always been. I hope they feel overly scrutinized. I know. They can make as many jokes as they want about it, as long as you know you're under the microscope. They're being butthurt about that, air quote, new expectations of what it is to be a human being when they shouldn't be. A lot of the ways we approach women could be seen as harassment. And if you do some of the shit you do, you did now, you'd feel the same way. So why, what makes you think they were raised to be a douche and it's just not that they haven't acclimated with the times? They could be raised to be a douche, but now they're getting offended for getting accused of it. It's easier to tell somebody to get over it. It's a lot harder to actually get over it because this is something that they've been doing for 20 plus years. 
I think if, if Me Too becomes like people are canceled, that's really dangerous. That to me is just like the same issues I have with a lot of things around our criminal justice system. It's like one and done. You make a mistake and you're off. We also, we require an overcorrection. That's the problem. Like Sarah Silverman talked about this with Louis C.K. where it's like you can both um, find the act like morally reprehensible, but also understand the factors that fed into it. Like if you are told your entire life that your right as a white man is to act like this, like there's nothing wrong with what you're doing. How wrong were you? There's no human resources policy that says you get two strikes to not use sexual terminology towards your female coworkers. When we're in a club or a bar and you're walking by a group of girls and if you touch on a smaller back to say, excuse me? I do that every time and that backfired on me one time and the girl was like, hey, you can't touch me there. And I put my hands up and I said, I apologize. I'm talking about small little shit like that that makes them feel like they can't act normal in public. It's a case by case thing, yeah, yeah. but in general, be just get better, yeah. just get over it. So maybe we can accept those apologies in our own like spaces and our own relationships with people, but like if we don't overcorrect, then there is no way of fixing it. You know what I find hilarious? We're at a workplace, we're all working in the same office, right? There's some hot chick. If you go flirt with her and she doesn't like it, you can get reported to HR, lose your job, get in trouble. I can do the same action, but because she likes me, yeah. it's not reported, it's not an offense, and everyone's okay with it. Harassment is harassment, whether you had a crush on them or not. There can be assault within marriage, and obviously those people have had consensual sex before. I use sweetheart, I use, yeah. hey darling, hey honey, and I don't mean it in a misogynistic way. The tricky part with that is there's no form of that. Yeah, on, in the female, that. In the, no, there's no form of, hey darling. Yeah. On, from the female side of it. God right. forbid you say that shit to a New Yorker. You say yes, ma'am, to anyone from up north. And they're offended. Yeah, yeah, don't call me ma'am. You my mama's age. <laughs> what am I supposed to call you? They do not like this shit. Biggest problem in the U.S. now, Donald Trump. He is the big problem, but the real big problem is that the like, complete death of like bipartisan interaction. Nobody acts based upon morals, they act based upon party line. There's a Democratic Party and a Republican Party, and this is what they stand for. And you agree with 25% of this bullshit, 25% of that bullshit, and then 50% of it is liberal. To pass one law that you really agree with, they're going to group it in with 10 other laws that you don't necessarily agree with, but it's not as big of a deal as this one that you really want passed. If I tell you I vote for... ABC, you're going to assume everything mm -hmm. that comes with that. I think money is the biggest problem in the U.S. right now. The fact that money controls what happens here. I think, I mean, a good thing about Donald Trump becoming president is that I think more people are becoming aware of that. That's behind all the other issues. I think the thing that haunts me the most is the loss of, like, the foundation of truth. In the past, people have been able to bond over, like, facts and science, no matter what your politics are. But when facts and science are entangled in politics then you lose the fundamental like truth of truth. <laughs> so then where do you get people back who have been brainwashed if, if a person can just be like, nope, that's fake news to everything? The media and everything shows us that we're on the opposite sides. And I think the older generation kind of put that they're on opposite sides and they stick to those opposite sides. And we can pick and choose certain things on either side that we agree with. We spend so much time and energy choosing our health insurance, choosing our education, figuring out like how to save dime pennies and dimes here and there. Whereas if 
you paid more money towards taxes and there was just like a fundamental level of quality for all of these things, you would spend so much less time and energy having to choose to find the best one. But it's strange. It's like it's fundamentally incompatible with the way that like we as Americans think about things. And that's what makes it so difficult. It's like I've, I believe so strongly in my like individual choice, but I'm also like like a bit of a Marxist. I'm like, don't give me a choice. Yeah. And also eat the rich. But I'm like, but I also like love stuff. Crisis often is like the catalyst for those big changes. I'm hoping that maybe what's happening right now is a crisis that's large enough that will give America the platform to like restart. Mm-hmm. 